Welcome to the Searching for Happiness podcast, where you can be open and vulnerable about your mental health and past, diving deep into everyday lives as we try to find the true meaning of happiness in ourselves. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Searching for Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Grable, and today I have with me filmmaker, businessman, and good friend, Vladimir Garcia. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, of course. Thank you for coming. And, you know, I've been, God, we've been talking about this for months, dude, and I've just been, like, trying to get us in. Either you've been too busy, I've been too busy. Things just haven't lined up, but I'm glad, you know, we're here now. We found some time to do it. I'm excited you started. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. Thank so, you yeah, first and foremost, everybody, um, you know, me and Vladimir have known each other for like two and a half years now, probably. Yeah, we'll do. yeah two about two and a half years. years. Yeah. yeah, we met in film school, like a majority of my guests I have had on so far. But, you know, me and Vladimir have definitely done a lot of work together. Um, we've gone on trips together. Um, you know, we've had fun together. And so, you know, it's this is a real special episode for me. Um, and, you know, one thing about Vladimir is he is quite the businessman. You know, he has his own production company called Mega Productions. Um, he took us, uh, me and a few other fellow filmmakers, on a trip to Texas. Um, and, you know, it was all overall, it was a very unique experience. You know, I had never traveled before that. So, you know, that's kind of a little backstory on us. Um, and, you know, I know he has a lot to say, so that's why he's here. So I hope everybody learns something from this man today. Um, other than that, man, you know, how, how have you been? Like, how's life been? You know, like, you know, what you got going on? Like, let's tell the audience a little bit about yourself. I mean, it's it's been pretty good lately. I mean, it's... It's getting better, that's for sure. Last year was not the year for me and my family, bros. I feel you. Definitely not the year, but um, hopefully this year is a lot better. But things have been getting better. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. good. I mean, yeah, that's a good sign. <laughs> no, I totally, I totally agree with you. You know, we, you know, life's getting busier. I mean, we like there's sometimes like we go months without talking to each other now because we're just both so fucking busy. Yeah. Honestly. It's crazy. It's here. You're so busy, or I'm so busy, or we're both busy at the same time. But you know. You know, I've gone to your place a lot for cookouts and games and stuff like that. And, you know, it's always been a good time. I feel like family there as always, you know. Um, and, you know, I appreciate you and you being here and, you, you know, wanting to do this with me. Of course, man. Yeah, man. I was going to, you know, help out a friend. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, you, oh, I can't even tell you how much you've helped me through the years. I mean, Vladimir's given me some free stuff, you know, like a bed set when I needed it, a table when I needed it, you know, he's giving me equipment when I needed it, you know, so, you know, he holds a little special place in my heart. So, you know, I hope you all really enjoy this episode. Um, a little backstory about you is you have a, a production company, like I kind of said earlier, and I kind of like, I remember asking you this question a while back, but I don't think I remember the answer, but like, you know, your company name is Mega Productions. So where did that name kind of originate from so the name is named after my sister who okay. passed 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, that's yeah, right. So my sister passed back in 2017, and when I started the production company, um, well, her name was Michelle Garcia. So it's mm-hmm. the first two letters of each. Oh, know, I love first it. First and last name, so it's just Mega Productions. Oh, that's sick, yeah. dude. That's awesome. I mean, you know, my production company is named after my grandfather, so yes, you know, that's yeah. a resonation right there. You know, I think it's very important to pass on a legacy. Yeah, of course. It's very important. I actually, I don't think I actually. Now that I think of it, I don't think you actually ever told me that. I don't think I ever asked that question because yeah. I don't remember that answer. Not a lot know? of people ask. Like usually people just think like, oh, like Mika, like, you know, like just Mika Productions. You know? Yeah. They never really ask like what like what the name's from or like where did it come from. Yeah. But yeah, that's well, I love that man. That, yeah. I love that man, you know, and you know, I know the story behind it. And so it's really beautiful that you did that. Um, and you know, um, you, you've done quite, you know, your company is starting to really take off, man. You know, you have a red camera, which is great. You have some, uh, fleet vehicle and you know, that's, I mean, you're already halfway there, man. You're already yeah, halfway I'm getting there. there. I'm getting there. But yeah, hopefully, man. yeah, hopefully this year definitely is going to be a lot better. Cause last year I mean, we had, we had a couple of projects, but I mean, I mainly had to do a lot of either unpaid or very low paid budgets. Yeah. A lot of people like, they don't really want to pay, Oh, one- but my name's. You know, Mega Productions isn't out there as like a big production company yet. So definitely yeah. this year we're starting to charge a little more now that people are seeing, you know, how our work is getting better and better and better. That's great, dude. That's great. And, you know, of course, everyone, um, you know, in the uh, episode description, his website links will be there. His Instagram links will be there. So definitely Thank check you. him out. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. Definitely check him out. Um, you know, uh, he does a really fine job. Um, right now, you're kind of specializing in music videos at the moment, right? Yeah, mainly, especially because I've been working with Cam. Oh yeah, Cam. Yeah. Cam's a great guy too. I, I've been, I've guy. been wanting, yeah. I want, been wanting to reach out to him too. It's just been so, so. He's honestly right now one of my main connections. That's like, okay. Cool. He's the one that's getting the work, and he's the one you know finding those. Like, he's a music. solid guy. Yeah, he just he has all those like music yeah. connections. So. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, he, he kind of has the um. He also has like the charisma to always constantly get those type of connections yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what and I mean? He know, he's from here. So yeah, so he, he knows already, a lot of people. Yeah. He knows a lot, a lot of people. Yeah, so definitely. It's very helpful. Definitely, man. Cam is such a great guy, man. You know, I, I think the last time I saw him was at the last cookout we went. It was probably my birthday, no? Was it? I don't think. Was yeah. it my birthday? Huh. Might have been on my birthday. I, think that's I met your girl at the same the same day it was my birthday yeah okay so it yeah it was okay birthday. yeah so it was your birthday yeah. yeah it was my birthday that's right that's right that's right yeah we were all up on the rooftop yeah. and everything that was great man you know i can't tell you how many times it's been a stress reliever and you know, we've always had a good time i mean obviously i wasn't sober at the time so i'd always show up high <laughs> as fuck and shit but you know like you know um i think i've noticed a lot that you've been getting more serious about your work as i am and you know i noticed you kind of you have a nice strict diet now. You know you're yeah, working out a lot. You know yeah. you're doing uh, you're doing mixed martial arts, Muay Thai, right? Yeah, Muay Thai. Muay Thai, yeah, yeah. And you know it, it's cool to it's really great to like watch you grow, man. And you know you, just you. yeah, it's good for you know for mental health too. Right? Oh, what's it's like, honestly, it's my therapy. <laughs> yeah, no, one. I, I no, out. I totally agree. I've been watching you and both David. David uh, is Vladimir's cousin, who's also a really good friend of mine. And I've been watching both of you work out and I was just like, it's it's kind of like, you know, obviously there's many factors to me getting sober, but you know, like it kind of definitely encouraged me because I was like, I was like, my guys are getting some games. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. And you know, they look, they seem happier. So I was like, I guess I'll give it a try, you know? So, but you know, dude, I totally agree with you. I'm so much happier now. Like That's now good. that yeah. I don't smoke as much and I'm going on almost a month now and 
it's just good like you i mean it's like feeding your organs in your body if, exactly you, know, you just keep them happy you'll be happy exactly 100 yeah. percent. i agree man um what do you have like a reason why you kind of just clicked and was like okay like i really want to start doing these things to like make me feel better uh, i wouldn't say it's like the pre- i mean it wasn't like depression it was more like i can you know like wake up do something and work like work out and then go work and then you mm-hmm. know what i mean like it's just yeah. it's on a mental routine where you're not constantly thinking about yeah you feed your brain you're not thinking about stress you're not thinking about constantly like oh this problem this problem that you're just thinking of okay what am i feeding my body next what am i gonna do to my body next what am i i don't know it's just a good it's it is good i remember i remember it was on your birthday actually and we started talking about me working out and stuff and you know you kind of brought that up was like you know it's really good for your body and you know you feel happier and you you're starting to progress with it and that's what resonated with me that i mean that's why i want to start because i just felt so fucking stuck yeah in life and i was like i didn't do anything barely anything last year i think like the texas trip was like the most serious thing i did last year probably same yeah yeah you know like and uh i just i don't even know man i just woke up one morning i was like man i'm over this shit <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean yeah. i'm sure you can resonate with that you know it's just like yeah no just one day me and my cousin we just told each other like dude we gotta <laughs> we gotta get on yeah, a we gotta, we gotta we gotta grow up yeah, yeah we, we really gotta grow gotta, up like we gotta do something about it and the same day we started on uh, march 18th last, uh, last oh year. shit so that's yeah. almost been a whole that's great i mean yeah. you've had a lot of gains since then for sure you know you've built we both a lot started of on the same day too yeah yeah no yeah. you and you and david are doing awesome like seriously you guys are definitely kicking some ass in that field and you know um i think it helps a lot with you know your work as well because you know, a lot of people don't like, you know, unless you're in the industry, people don't realize that people that make music videos and films and stuff like that are spending 12 to 15 hours a day on a set. And, you know, that that's very hard on the body. It can be if you don't take care of it. You know, that's like my big problem. I used to complain a lot when I was on set, but that was mainly because I was exhausted. But that's because I didn't take care of my body yeah, as you, well. Yeah, you would just, you know, you would just wake up, eat, go set and then go back and just leave and yeah, 100 yeah. percent yeah and it was just like oh and like now that i work out you know like i'll, I'll go work out and then go to set and then I'll even come back and work out yeah but that's and you'll just, go you'll go to set with energy too yeah. exactly and you'll weirdly enough leave set with it lots yeah. of energy still yeah definitely. you know what i mean you like train your body to just you know push mm-hmm. more like to the limit and stuff yeah no 100 definitely i honestly also one of the big factors that i started working out and started getting more fit was because <sighs> when i came up I like to cam up a lot of uh, handheld, mm-hmm. and my camera weighs probably a good like twenty five, like twenty pounds. Yeah, fifteen to twenty pounds once it's all fully rigged. When so you're holding it, it yeah, for like no. So it definitely like you're holding it for probably longer than what five hours. Yeah, you're on set for ten hours. You're probably holding the camera for like a good five hours, and it's definitely gonna kill your back. It's like it's like a, I saw this video one time, and this like professor had like a glass of water, and he's like. You know, after holding it for five minutes, it's not going to feel yeah. nothing. After holding it for an hour, my arms going to start aching. Yeah, after holding yeah, it for five course. hours, I'm just going to drop it. Imagine 20 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. And now imagine 20 pounds. You know what I mean? So Sounds like, like a little bit, but once you hold it for a long time. For a long time. Even like, one take. One yeah. take just kills your back already. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, I know. It's uh, it's definitely a job built for muscle, man. Yeah. You know, no, and that's, that, that's one also a big factor on why I wanted to get more like muscular and stronger 100 percent. you know it's a big factor for me too you know um i do like a lot of my work is ad producing and acting 
But when I'm an AD, which, you know, is an assistant director, if people don't know, um, like you have to work on everything. You know what I mean? Like you, you pretty much yeah. directing the whole crew. Yeah, of course. So if someone doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, you have to go show them. So say like uh, we have like a C-stand, which is something that sets up flags, which can manipulate sunlight and whatnot. Um, like that shit can be heavy. Like after a long day. Oh yeah, they're heavy. They're heavy, dude. <laughs> yeah, they're they're heavy. heavy. And like, you know, uh, people don't really see me yet because we're audio only, but you know, in a few weeks we'll be up on video, but I'm a pretty skinny guy. Like I'm like, I'm not a very muscular dude whatsoever. So like, you know, those C stands are probably about 25 pounds as well. Yeah. They're probably they, about yeah, 15, 10, 20, 10 to 25, yeah, yeah. 10 to 25, man. You know, de- depending thick. on the brand, yeah, yeah, depending yeah. on the brand. I've carried some heavy C stands. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, the ones you brought to Texas were heavy as shit. Yeah. No, they're- <laughs> <laughs> those ones are heavy as shit, dude. And I just remember like, you know, but now that I've worked out, um, those things are becoming lighter and like, you know, uh, working out also, it's like, not only does, you know, like we were saying, it feeds your brain, but it, you, your thinking's faster, your memory's better. Everything. Yeah. Everything just yeah, gets it's just your better. body's working the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah. you know, like you, like people are always, you know, I, even I was like this, I was like, fitness gurus, whatever. Yeah. I would think the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I would literally think the same thing. Honestly. And I'm like, now that I'm like actually progressively like pursuing it for the first time yeah. in my life, like legitimately like with nothing in my system um like i'm like yo these people are fucking on to something yeah. yo like you know obviously you know like there's a certain point to where like maybe people can get like really overboard with it like the rock yeah i don't know, you know i mean, like, I mean he's like really people, buff like, like i mean i wouldn't say he went overboard like yeah he's big as shit well yeah that's I, for I, sure I would, yeah i would say more the people that go overboard are the people that get like like gym rats, like they'll yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. like, oh, bro, like, oh, they'll, like they'll get pissed if they don't work out, or they'll that's, get pissed for like, you know what I mean, like if you interrupt if the workout or something, or if you like miss a day, it's like, ah. yeah, 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 like, no, dude, that's totally. a little too much, but I know I totally um, agree, um, yeah, dude, and but like, it's all about psychology and, and, and you know just your mental health is what really it, like it unlocks so much for it's you. It's the you know it's like the initial thing where like you need to have good mental health in order to do anything in life. Mm-hmm. Even if you're, you know, like for instance, we're out here pursuing our dream mm-hmm. in Hollywood, but if we have bad mental health. We're not going to do shit with it. Exactly. You know? And we're I just mean, going to be stressed and depressed and lonely and be like, fuck man. Like my, like I'm just stressed because of this, because of that. And it's usually over like really little stuff yeah, too. That's what's so yeah. awful about it. You know what I and mean? We're just new out here. Like we don't know anybody. So definitely like, once you're like once you have good mental health you know you can go out and just happily introduce yourself to anybody and you know yeah, you get confidence yeah, you, get, you get confidence in yourself too yeah yeah i've definitely gotten way more confidence in myself oh i can tell for yeah, sure yeah then like way before especially because i was really fat so i was insecure my whole life uh, yeah and, for sure and like my mom told me like my mom's very honest yeah like, 100%. She'll, she's straight up honest like she'll tell you you're ugly she'll tell you you're fat. <laughs> yeah yeah. So I got really, really, really fat. And I remember one time I went to visit her and she's like, like, you look like in Spanish, right? She, she's Mexican. She's like, you look fucking fat. And she's like, you look ugly. And I was like, damn, well, like, thank you for it. <laughs> I was like, thank you, I guess. But um, that was also another thing what made me like work out. Not because I was like, oh, my mom thinks I'm fat. No, but because she made me realize that especially being in this industry, like it kind of matters with like, being good looking it helps it helps whether you think about it or not like 
it's bad to say, but um, and I'm not saying I'm like the best looking guy, but definitely looking presentable. Yeah. Like it's way better. You know, you're, you're going to, I don't know. Like I'm not throwing like shade towards fat people because I was fat. So I would never throw shade to fat mm-hmm. people. Seeing myself fat and seeing myself skinny, I would, I mean, I obviously have more confidence. And before when I was really fat, like I wouldn't mm-hmm. go up to just anybody and be like, oh, hi, my name is Vladimir. I'm a filmmaker. I do this, this and that. I would never. Cause mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, they think I'm fat and ugly and they're not going to like, because that's in my whole life. I was fucking bullied mm-hmm. like that. I was just like, oh, this guy's fat. This guy's ugly. So I never mm-hmm. went up to anybody to introduce myself. And now that I've been working out and now that I look better, obviously, um, I have that confidence to yeah. you know, go up to people and be like, hey, this and that, this and that. Like not even for like, not even in like in a flirty way or something, like just for business. Like, oh, my name is Vladimir. I do film this and that. And I have way more confidence than yeah. I did before. So that's another thing that also helped me. And that's my mom was one of the main reasons that got me into working yeah. out. I think I think uh, honesty is so key. No matter how much it hurts, I think, yeah. you know, it's very, it's very important. And, you know, it's kind of weird. Uh, you know, I kind of have the opposite. Like, you know, I've been super skinny my whole life. But I've, I'm on that opposite spectrum where, like, they're like, you need to eat more. Yeah, 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 of you course. Need, you, need yeah. To, you need to gain weight. Like, you're getting way too skinny. You're on yeah. the bridge of anex- anorexia and, like, yeah. all this stuff. Okay. And so that happened to me, actually, too. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, like, you, I don't even remember last year that, or two years ago that I did the surgery. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you were talking about that, that they were kind of, like, getting on your ass about it. Yeah. Because like, you so, just, like, stopped eating altogether pretty so, much. Okay, so what happened was, like, my mom, when she called me, like, really fat, really ugly, whatever, that's what made me do the surgery. Mm-hmm. What I got was a gastric sleeve, and it was mm-hmm. what, uh, they cut your stomach and make it smaller. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I did it because, like, it leaves no big scars. It mm-hmm. was, like, tiny little scars that you can't really tell. Mm-hmm. And... That's what made me do that. But then when I got the surgery, almost a year later, I got it um I got it May twenty sixth of twenty twenty. And is it really already been that long? Yeah. Damn. It was right after COVID when I like when we when when the whole lockdown happened that's and I got so, so fat. Cr- that's so crazy. I can't believe it's been yeah, that it's long. Gonna, it's gonna be two years already this year. I it's and, insane, dude. But um but yeah, my mom's the reason why I got the surgery. So, but when, so what happened was I got the surgery and then I started losing so much weight to the point where I looked weak and scrawny and like, they would tell me I look anorexic. Like you look sick. And I'm like, see, what? that's how I've always yeah, gotten. Like you yeah, look yeah. sick, Joseph. And you I was really like, what sick. the fuck? Like I was fat. You told me I look <laughs> ugly and now I get skinny and then what? I'm ugly too. It's like, you can never It makes please. no sense. Yeah. Like people were never, never going to be pleased. But I mean, I didn't care about that. Um, but my mom, she's the one that told me like, you need to be good looking. You need to do that. And that's what got me to work out. Yeah. yeah I think sorry I th- to interrupt about you, uh, mentioning uh, that you were. No, no, yeah. no. Don't be sorry at all, man. I think, you know, this isn't, this episode ain't about me. So, you know what I mean? Like, uh, but no, nah, man, like, you know, the only thing I had to say about that is, you know, you know, having that spectrum, it, it kind of shows that like, you can just never please society. Yeah. Like, so you might as well just do whatever makes you feel good. Of course. However you want to do it, you know, but obviously be very, you know, self-aware and you're very self-aware now. I'm more self-aware now as to where we first met each other. Neither of us were that self-aware of each other. You know, like we didn't like, 
we were we neither of us had really that much confidence i mean you had some confidence but you you kind of like lost it uh, you know as quarantine mm-hmm. got closer as well and i think uh i showed up in la confident as hell and then like i think two months into la i was just like this is not anything <laughs> what i thought it would be like you know you know it's not the, like the movies <laughs> yeah exactly it's nothing yeah. like the movies it's like I tell I tell my friends all the time, you know, I'll go to a party and they'll be like, LA is just weird. I was like, yeah, it's like breaking the fourth wall with the world. Yeah. So if you decide to come to LA, prepare. <laughs> prepare to be disappointed. To I be mean, very disappointed. prepare to like it depends what your ideology is. I mean, if you grew up like me and probably Vladimir thinking Hollywood is this spectacular, like dreamboat place it's not it's like you're walking on the sidewalk and there's literally human feces on like the <laughs> hollywood is, walk of fame you know what is, i mean yeah, like it's very true <laughs> it's it like it's disgusting i've witnessed it when i used to live in hollywood <laughs> yeah it's horrible oh yeah when you were living off uh Kawanga. Kalang- Kawanga. i can't even say Kawanga and yucca yucca i lived off a uh, uh franklin no, I yeah, I lived off of Franklin and Whitley, which was literally just a street over from Yucca. Yeah, and like I, we were so close, we were so close together, and but so much shit would yeah, happen between one, that uh, one block. Oh man, that, yeah, so much shit, literally. <laughs> like you people <laughs> be shooting guns, people yeah, be no. like getting stabbed, like you know what there I mean. Was like one time, um, that's like what I'm saying is that I literally witnessed a lady like shit on the sidewalk <laughs> yeah which was i witnessed so much shit there like it's cr- insane and it's even insane. in downtown like in downtown i witnessed stuff too that it's just like i moved out of hollywood to this, but again it's la <laughs> yeah, yeah i know like i was telling you you know before we started the podcast today like me and serena are just like we're just like counting down the days for our lease to be up because we're just like yo like you know i stayed in hollywood i we wanted to leave hollywood when our last lease was up yeah. but then the school was like oh we're gonna we're gonna open back up so i signed a whole nother fucking year lease yeah. and they haven't barely opened back up so i'm like am i really about to go like the li- final years of my college years like just completely not even visiting the campus <laughs> like are you for real like it was it, it's a weird thing because it's like with our luck all this shit happened when we wanted to go to school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally. Or it's like, for me, it's like, you know, I had been in college before, you know, with uh, Lane Community College and Community College, uh, the Central Oregon Community College and shit like that. But like, I when I finally figured out what I wanted, I finally went and came and got it and then you know, just fucking imploded. Yeah, you know what there. I mean? So like, and yeah, you relate to it. It's a, uh, it was hard, dude. Quarantine was very hard. Staying in Los Angeles, staying afloat, was even harder. I bet it was. I didn't stay, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know you. You dipped, like yeah. Months. I was like, see, Fuck this. see, like it's a thing. Is like I was so like adamant about I don't want to go back home. Yeah, I do not want to go back home. Not because I thought I was gonna be a failure, but because I knew if I went back home, I was gonna start second guessing my life here. Yeah, and I was gonna be like, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? And then like. You know, I had Sabrina here and I was like, okay, well, you know, I did, I did go home for like two months. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I did go home for two months and all I did was smoke weed and drink <laughs> my sorrows away. And like, I never even hung out with like any of my friends like I wanted to, you know, but because of COVID was so bad and like my friends had, you know, they're adults, so they had jobs and I was just home visiting for two months because I could afford to at the time, you know what I mean? And so like, it was, it was very... 
it was a very weird time and a very weird transition. But I'm glad I still glad I went home for those two months because it made me realize how much I fucking hate it. <laughs> Like I like not like Honestly, I love my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, get I that. love my family so Honestly, much. Honestly, same. Like I, I went for six months when this whole COVID shit happened. I was like, I'm not gonna stay locked in. Like, like not to sound rude, but I was like, I'm not gonna stay locked in with my ex girlfriend. You know, for this whole time. I was like, who knows how long this is gonna go? So I was like, you know what? Let's go back home. Like, yeah, no, one hundred percent. I, I remember like I just wanted to get back to LA, dude. I just I was like, I can't stand it. Like I love my family. I love them so much, but like. I think after like the six week or seven week mark, I was just, I was just ready to go home yeah. because LA, I mean, reality is LA is home for us now. Cause I mean, we've yeah, spent a lot, we yeah. spent quite a few years out here now going on our third year this summer. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's weird to think Los Angeles is your home, but like, you don't think you're going to get homesick from it as well. But you do though. You do. I, I really do. I got when I, so like when homesick. I go yeah, when I went to Mexico for a Christmas vacation, I was just like, man, I miss I miss my apartment. It, it's what, it's like so weird. Like LA is like such an awful place, but it's such a great place. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's weird. It's, it's the best and the worst at the same time. It's the worst because it's like the devil's playground here, but it's the best because you literally have everything, everything you could ever imagine at the you grass yeah, of your fingers. Everything. Except maybe a casino in Los Angeles. But you just gotta drive like forty minutes yeah, outside. You know like, what I mean? Yeah. An hour away, but yeah. It's not like we play casino, but yeah, it's not like we gamble <laughs> yeah. that much. I mean, but like, you know, that's the only thing I can think of that they don't like actually have in the city. Everything else, they got beaches, malls. You know, there's you want to go snowboarding. You want to go snowboarding. Yeah, it's like an hour away. He's just freaking hiking, bike riding. Like, there's so much stuff to be healthy here as well. You know, they have such like eco-friendly like restaurants. They have, you know, it's probably the best city to be healthy at. Oh, 100 percent, and like because it's such a you know, it's like a very open city. It is. It is, and like it's so weird that I I I've always thought it's weird. I mean, I understand because when I first got here, I found Los Angeles very intimidating, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, I was incredibly close-minded when I got to LA. And we all were. Yeah, yeah. I've been obviously way more open. Like you know, I've been more open to like like other things. You know, like not just. uh, like I've just been, yeah, I've been way more open-minded than when I was when I got here. Yeah, like I've like here, I've tried things I never thought I would try. You know, like, uh, like this is so stupid. It's such a stupid example, but like sushi, <laughs> like I still hate it. But you know, I I you would tried it. I tried, <laughs> tried it because it. because here you have people from cultures that are like legitimately like freshly from there. Yeah, and then they come here and they build this restaurant. You would find the best sushi here, honestly. You, for real, yeah. like in the United like States. Me, I like sushi. In the United, yeah. This is a yeah. Sushi here is very good. The sushi here, like I still hate sushi, but <laughs> the sushi here is the best you can get in the United States. I I will totally stand for that. It's the same for like Chinese food. It's the same for her, like you know, like I mean Hispanic for for the U.S. You know, it's because all these. I will have to probably say no on that one. No, really. <laughs> I mean, I'm, probably everybody would say that about like anything you know I, mean, I mean compared to like i mean for me compared to oregon yeah but for instance since i'm from south texas yeah exactly like, yeah because you're texas, yeah brownsville yeah. and yeah yeah south texas probably has like i remember like going the, and yeah, eating that shit the valley oh, like the valley down that in shit was south, fire in dude brownsville, the whole valley area is probably um like where they have the most like the best hispanic food like mexican food because mm-hmm. It's literally Mexicans making the food. It's not like yeah, 100%. Like here where it's uh, 
Mexican Americans that are, you know, like they have the Mexican culture, but they're not mm-hmm. like they're not from over there. One hundred percent. In the valley, it's like probably. I mean, I don't want to be. I don't want to be wrong. I don't know. Don't quote me for this. Like, but I think it's a good probably forty percent, thirty percent, like uh, immigrants. Yeah. So they're mostly Mexicans there that actually cook the food and everything. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, that I lived. I live there, so um, tasting the food over there and tasting the food here is completely different. But also, um, the food, the Mexican food here is more like Mexican food from Tijuana. Yeah. So, okay, that makes yeah, sense. So the, me- the like the seasoning and everything is all it's all different. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I do remember going to Brownsville in that you know lower uh, section of Texas, and you know that food was great, man. Like that is definitely the best Mexican food I've ever had for sure. I just like, like I meant like kind of in a perspective like yo, if you're from like Kansas. Yeah, or you're from like yeah, Oregon, yeah, yeah, yeah. or you're from like Washington or like Montana, and you come out here, your mind's gonna be like fucking yeah, blown because you have a large variety. Of you food have a here. large variety, yeah, yeah. You have every variety of yeah. food here. Uh, like something I never really tried until I got here was also like legit ramen. Like when I got same. here, yeah, yeah like same. when I got here, I, I thought I top just, ramen yeah. was legit ramen. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought <laughs> like the maruchans were yeah. like the only ramen, and then I came here and tried ramen. I was like. Wow, this is right. fucking And then good. like FUD, dude, FUD's so good. Yeah. FUD's pretty much like ramen as well, but it's, you know, it's its own, it's Vietnamese and it's its own like thing, you know? So, you know, I think you're actually, I, you showed me the FUD restaurant. Yeah, but uh, I don't eat FUD there. I'm not a big fan of FUD. Oh, you're not a big fan of FUD, no. but you're a big fan of their fried rice, their spicy fried, fried rice. rice and um, I don't know, it's like egg noodles, like stir, like uh, egg noodles. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think they call it like the... It's called fire pa- noodles or something. They're called it's called well there it's called a pakimao. Oh yeah 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 okay. That one is. I got amazing. you got Sabrina because we used to go to your studio when you had your studio. Yeah. And you introduced us to that restaurant, and ever since then she's like, I want Vietnamese food. Yeah, like, every, it's the best. Every, it like, was right across my street too. I would yeah. literally go every almost every other day. Yeah, man. I catch funny. myself sometimes like when uh you know after that and like we started uh. You know, uh, with school, I would find myself over there for like lunch and shit yeah, too. Yeah, after that, it was really good, man. And there's like a lot of restaurants that closed down since we started school, bro, because of COVID. I'm really impressed that it stayed afloat because, like, I'm gonna be honest, like that restaurant, like you don't see a lot of people going. You know what I mean? I mean, from my perspective, every time I go in, it's like, no, yeah, you're right, yeah, like it's it like, is pretty dead sometimes. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's like super dead when I go in and like. Maybe there's like, it's like two. Mostly just takeout, maybe. Yeah, maybe. yeah, for sure. But you know, uh, kind of going back to you know, uh, <laughs> we got so yeah. <laughs> see. That's why I love podcasting though, is you can just like ignite one just conversation. Yeah. You just talk about everything, bro. Like that's why I love this so much. And like, you know, kind of going back to mental health is like, I love LA so much because, you know, going back to the whole food aspect of it. You you have like the healthiest food you could possibly get. Literally, here. yeah. Literally, you, like. You like the Sunday mark farmers market is like in every subsection of LA. Everywhere, yeah. Everywhere, Hollywood has like that. three of them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Let alone, downtown probably has like twenty of them. You know what I mean. No, yeah, downtown has so many shitload. Yeah, especially shitload. like in the arts district and all of that. It's oh, yeah. insane. Yeah, I bet, dude. Yeah, I no. Love that. Me and Sabrina, we went to <clears> the <throat> farmers market, dude. We actually walked past uh, Milo Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Really? Uh, one time we went, yeah, and I was nice. just like, wow, what the fuck? That's so dumb. And then, like, literally, like, a month later, I ended up, like, delivering to them as well. Like, when we were doing DoorDash, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? 
That's so cool. Right? And so it's like the thing about Hollywood too is like you get so starstruck here, but then like you get so starstruck so often that you don't you, get starstruck. You don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember I was like literally uh do you know who like um uh do you know can I remember Zoe Dutch? You ever watch that movie Why Him? With Dave okay. James Franco, yeah, yeah, yeah. so James Franco's girlfriend in that. Okay. I was just like standing in an elevator with her, didn't give a shit. <laughs> wow, I was just like, she's like, hey, I'm like, sup, <laughs> like, and like, I just walked out. I was like, like one, like because like one majority of them don't want to be bothered. You know what I mean? And like two, it's like you reach a point, and like when you start like hanging out with them or like talking to them, they're just so normal, it freaks you out. Like it, at least me, like yeah. I've had, like, I've met, like I've been on set, um, with like, um, a ve- uh, like one time I w- did like a PA job for like the baby super normal dude. He plays like this macho man on yeah. Instagram and stuff and like all this super normal dude. I mean, most artists, bro, you'd be surprised. Yeah. 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 yeah no, 100%. And like, it was just kind of crazy, man. Like how, like, your perception changes. That's why I say like you break the fourth wall yeah, when you yeah. come to Los Angeles. Cause you know, like Sabrina, when she lived in Brazil, she thought this place was so magical. I think we all did. Honestly. I mean, yeah, we all yeah. did 100%. And then you get here and you realize like celebrities are just like, like weird. even my aunts, like they're all like, Oh my God, you're in Hollywood. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's really not that cool. But right. I guess. I'm no, I do them. the same when I go They're home. always like, bring me back a t-shirt from Hollywood. Bring me back a t-shirt from Hollywood. I'm I was like, like, all right, I'm going to go like that $5 <laughs> shop down the street. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, go, <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's the thing. Like the shock to me is like, Honestly, how corny Hollywood is. You know what I mean? You go and like, you're like, these shops, man, like they're (laughs) meant for tourists. It's like a tourist trap, man. Like that's all it is now. Like, you know, it's kind of crazy. Like we were saying earlier, like you walk on like Hollywood Boulevard and it's just like human feces, man. And you're just like, it just takes everything away. You're like, all right, like this is kind of, you know, not what I thought whatsoever. But yeah, no, going back to what you said, like that you don't get like, you get starstruck so much that... Because uh, it happened to me with David Dobrik. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Like, I remember you telling me. Yeah, kind of I was sorry. like, dude, like, this guy's fucking cool. I love David Dobrik. I yeah. fucking love David Dobrik. So when I first saw him, I was like, holy fucking shit, it's David Dobrik. I was like, you see him on fucking YouTube all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't think you're going to see him in person. And the first time I saw him, I was like, oh, my God, David Dobrik. Oh, my God, David Dobrik. And then the second time I saw him, I was like, oh, that's cool. It's David Dobrik again. And third time, I saw him probably like 10 times. Maybe not 10 times, right? I'm yeah. exaggerating, but like probably a good five times. And I remember the last time that I saw him was right before COVID. This was when he still had the red Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in Co- I lived in Co- off Coenga, which was one of the main uh, streets to go onto the highway. Through Hollywood, yeah. yeah. So up. it was one of the main, like, since he lived at, in Studio City at the time, uh, he would drive in through Coenga. And I remember seeing, or I heard, because I'm a big car guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear a Ferrari, and I'm like, that's a fucking Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. peek out the window real <laughs> yeah. quick. No, no, I was outside walking on the oh, street. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, cool, I was, cool. I was, I was actually at Subway, or Panda Express, I think. Yeah, yeah, right, or, yeah, right, right next to the Fire restaurant, right yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was either Panda or Subway or CVS, one of those, and I was crossing the street, and I hear the Ferrari, and I hear a Lambo, and I'm like, fuck, that's a good Lambo and a Ferrari, and I hear, and I look over, and I see a red Lambo and a blue Ferrari. Oh, I mean, sorry, a red, Lam- a red Ferrari, a blue Lambo. And then I'm like, oh, that looks like like David Dobrik's and Heath's Ferrari and Lambo. And they've like slowed down and it's David Dobrik and Heath. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, what's up? And I look at the, uh, David, I'm like, 
was a, like super calm and i'm just like wow i was not starstruck i've seen him right? so much i was more like wow like amazed by the cars i was walking i was uh that's so funny um i didn't see david dobrik but i, ha- I saw a squad like zane uh-huh. and natalie and stuff and i was literally just walking down here in fountain guys i live like a block away from fountain avenue and uh i was just like walking home from the liquor store at this time you know when i was drinking a lot and uh i just like look over and Zane's just like, suck. I'm like, <laughs> I was dope. like, okay. I was like, all right. Then I like peeked the corner again. And Natalie's like, hey. Like, I was like, I was like, because my eyes were obviously like wide. I was like, whoa. Like, yeah. I was starstruck at the time. And then like, I saw them again. And like, they're just like, they like Zane says, like, what's up again? Um, this was like uh, kind of closer to Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And I just was not faced by it. I was like, <laughs> What's up, dude? Yeah, you see, like, you see people here so often. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude. I saw uh You know who Bryce Vine is, right? I do not. Uh, you know that that song, Drew Barrymore. You're like, you're the next Drew Barry. Mm, you don't know not. that song? Maybe if I hear it, I don't know. That song's pretty fire. I'll have to show you that song. song. But uh, I saw him on Hollywood Boulevard literally like three days ago, and I think he just went on tour yesterday, and he was just like out there promoting himself, mm-hmm. seeing if like how famous he was. And I just like looked at him. I was like, and he looked at me. I was like. <laughs> thumbs up i was like bro and he just like laughed because he was like interviewing these people yeah. that had no fucking idea who he was and i was just like trying not to like lose my shit i would have like, not known who he was yeah yeah <laughs> no 100 i mean i've been listening to him since like 2014 you know when he was like he has a song called like sour patch kids and like that song used to bop in high school yeah. man you know so like um i i obviously recognized him and he 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 acknowledged the fact that like i knew who he was and i was like yo what's up but like i know when i see him again like i'm literally not gonna give a shit like you know what i mean like it's like you meet him once and then like if you see him again it's just like it's just not a big deal anymore and sometimes i mean you don't want to be a bother either you know exactly i've never yeah the only celebrity and i think i've told you this the only celebrity i've gone up to and i just had to was fucking aaron paul Oh, t- oh yeah, you told me you yeah, have to. It's I ha- a must, yeah, I was bro. walking out of the Sprint store yeah. on uh, over by the Beverly Center, oh, and he was just walking with his wife and kid. Like this was like when his first kid was like first born. This yeah. is like when I first got out here. It was the same day. It was the it was the day after. Remember when I was telling you like I had that stupid Google phone. You remember that Google yeah, phone? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. And I went to Ryan, my old roommate, with McDonald's, and I got up and it just shattered my phone. The next day, I went over to Sprint. And I'm like walking out like depressed as fuck, dude, <laughs> because like my phone's gonna cost like two hundred dollars a fix. I was broke as hell because of rent and stuff at the time. And like it just lit up my day. He just like walks by and I like, just What's look. up, bitch? <laughs> no, I, I I said I was like science, bitch. And he's like, he right turns around, he's like, science, bitch. That's I was so like dope. I was like, my heart was just like I can die now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can happily die now. You know what yeah, I you know, mean? It's, so it's crazy that like, um, so every time I see a celebrity, like I don't, I've seen quite a bit of celebrities and I've never gone up to them to ask for a picture. Oh yeah, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to bother. You don't want to bother them whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, if I was a celebrity, I probably wouldn't like to be bothered either because, you know, 100%. it gets, it gets it get, old. It, I'm pretty know, sure it gets I'm old. I'm sure it gets real yeah. fucking old. And so like I've seen, I've seen Kevin Hart and I don't go up to him because I'm just like, fuck, like I love Kevin Hart, but. I would never go up to him and just bother him on his regular day because he was at a restaurant. Oh yeah, and I was like, I'm not gonna go. That's like him. the worst. That's the worst. Like, yeah, place. you cannot go up to them. I just looked at him and like he like didn't acknowledge me at all. But I was far away and I was just like, that's fucking cool. I'm in the same restaurant as, yeah, as Kevin Hart. No, one hundred percent. But I, the only celebrity, and I kid you not, 
And I was like, I have to. And I don't I don't know if she's a celebrity, but she's fucking huge to me because of WWE. I was like, I'm a huge fan of WWE. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, at least when I was a kid. I know. It's, that was so, just shit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was just crazy, man. But it was a premiere of, I think it was, I want to say, I don't want to be wrong, but I think it was either Jumanji and... Oh, was it one of the Hollywood Boulevard it was premieres? Hollywood okay, Boulevard. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it was Jumanji. And I was walking past it, like, on the side of Hollywood Boulevard. And then I see, like, somebody, like, doing an interview or whatever. And I was like, holy fuck. That's Julian Garcia. Uh, you know Julian Garcia? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, she's, so Julian Garcia is the one who used to be the announcer of WWE. And she would say, like, introducing Randy. Yeah. And I used to fucking love her when I was a kid. Like I was like, she's fucking cool, right? And when I saw her, I was like, that's Julian Garcia. It's like, that's fucking, he's my friend's like, who the fuck is Julian Garcia? I'm like, bro, like, do you not know her voice? Her voice is so iconic. Yeah. And then, so I waited until she finished her interview and I was like, you're Julian Garcia. She's like, yeah, you recognize me. And I was like, of course, you're fucking cool. And then right. I asked for a picture and like, that's the only picture I have with a celebrity. And I look fucking happy. I look like I just saw fucking Albert Einstein. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, dude, that's so crazy. I, uh, I, I don't know why, but I forget how big those wrestlers are. And I've seen Seth Rollins before. You know, you know who Seth Rollins yeah, yeah, yeah. is? Uh, I don't. Is he still wrestling? I don't know. Honestly, I think, I don't I think keep he might be. WWE. But like he, I saw him, dude, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Two things ran in my mind: that dude's a really famous wrestler, and that dude's really fucking tall and buff. Yeah, and dude. but they make him look tiny on TV, Everyone. man. I mean, it's like every sport. Yeah, yeah, like, and you're just like, same with I've met. Uh, Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, yeah. That guy's huge. He's huge. He's like huge. And I just was not expecting it. I was like, no, it happens all the time. Yeah. uh, G Izzy is like really fucking tall, too. Really? He's like 6'4, 6'5, bro. And he's, I mean, he's skinny and lanky, but like he's a tall ass dude. I was, I did like an extra for his music video one time. Uh, It was uh, the. East Coast something, but he had like all black on it or something. I don't remember the actual yeah. name of the song, but you know, I did it and I just remember I was like looking at him in the crowd. I was just like, This motherfucker is literally looking over everybody. Yeah. Like every single person on this set is smaller than this dude. It was yeah, it's insane how it, TV makes you look smaller. It's insane, dude. And it's like, and then you think about the women that they like stand next to. I was like, those women must be tall as shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you know, kind of like I think um I think obviously moving to Hollywood and like pursuing our dreams though, you know, kind of getting back to that aspect. We, uh, This is why I love podcasts where you can just talk about whatever. And then, you know, you just seem happy about it and, you know, you just keep going, but you know, kind of getting back to it is like, we obviously moved here to get like to a better life and, you know, to be happier. Um, and so like, I'm glad to hear that you have found forms like working out, um to make you you know happier and you for to progress your career do you have like any you know for me like i had like do you have any other things that are kind of an escape for you because like for me like i have found like reading's a good escape for me now even though like which is weird because i never read (laughs) i can't read i can never okay that's fair do you ever like do uh like audiobooks or anything no i can't do that either if you're ever ever gonna do one bro i highly suggest and this is a total just left field fucking one 50 cents book bro really (laughs) his business mindset is fucking insane bro 
You know he doesn't drink any alcohol or smoke any weed. I would have never thought. Right? Yeah. You would never thought. And he explains in his book, he's like, yeah, when people go drink, I just order gin. Like like a like a like Canadian dry like shit. Wow. You know what I mean? And he's like, when people are smoking, I'm just like, pass that blunt, like go away from me. And I <laughs> I would have never guessed, you know? And so like, you know, I learned a lot from business from that. But do you, you know, kind of going back, do you have anything else you use other than working out to kind of, you know, maintain your happiness, try to, you know, work towards something better at least? Uh, I would say my car is a good. Oh yeah, <laughs> my your car, car is a good escape. Your car is a fucking. That beast. is a very like a good escape, honestly. Like I just go out for drives. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, driving is yeah. really good. Dri- I do a lot of driving, and other than that, I mean, I just either play guitar. Yeah, playing, is it playing guitar helps me? Like, I didn't know you played the guitar. Yeah, I just unstressed. I just do it to unstress. Like it relaxes me a lot. That's interesting. I I don't know how I never knew that about you. Yeah. I don't I don't go out and be like, oh, I play guitar, bro. Like, yeah, you I mean, because everybody in LA is yeah. like, oh, I play guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a musician, so I'm not gonna be out there putting myself like, oh, I play guitar, yeah. bro. No, no, no. I just play it on my own and like, I learned on my own. I think there's I think there's a good message in that, bro. It's like you don't you don't have to tell people what you're up to and like. Yeah, of course not. You know, uh, I saw this uh, Instagram post the other day, and it was like, you know, like I dare you. I dare you to go out and do something that like people think that uh, have told you not to, or things that you wouldn't think that you would ever try, but you know, you, you, you've always kind of wanted to. So is that kind of like, you kind of always wanted to try it. Is that why you kind of got into it? Yeah. I mean, I got into it back in 2019 when I, before I came out here and that was when I was like super depressed and I didn't know what to do with my life at all. I was right after, right after high school, I did like a, I did a whole, I took a gap year and yeah, I didn't do anything for a whole year. I was just like living off my mom, like just chilling and doing like nothing but partying, honestly. But yeah. it sucked. I fucking I hate hated it. it. I feel you, bro. I, That's all I, I hated it. It was the worst year of my life I, I can think of, honestly. I think... I resonate with that, bro, because it's like my first like two years of college. That's all I ever did. Yeah, and it's like, not good. I wasted like literally like not only did I waste my time and I mean, obviously I don't view it as like a waste anymore because like, I really just like really love, you know, all the information I've learned from school. Now that like my memory is getting better from not smoking so much, not drinking all the time anymore. Like, you know, I'm starting to like retain information that I've learned like years ago, you know, someone will be talking about psychology, be like, Oh yeah. REM sleep. Yeah. I know a little bit about that. (laughs) And then like, they'll be like, what the fuck? Like you're a filmmaker, bro. Like what the fuck? You know? So like, I, you know, I don't regret it, but, you know, when you're, like, always partying and, you know, you take, like, you say, like, a gap year and you're trying to figure yourself out, that stuff can be so hard, dude. And And I'm not saying it's bad to take a gap year because, honestly, like, that gap year helped me. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because that's what made me figure out, like, oh, I wanted to film, right? Yeah. But definitely i didn't like do the gap year correctly because i was yeah, out just 100%. partying drinking i would dude i would drink from thursday thursday to sunday like damn like yeah thursday night go out drink come yeah. back home wake up go out with friends drink like all day come back and then do the same thing until sunday yeah and then monday comes and i would do nothing yeah 100 would just be like that was lazy and just, that was just me with marijuana bro yeah. like yeah i mean you guys have called me out about it too which i mean is great like you know i've never you know i've never been like sus about anyone yeah. calling me out for it because i know i need it i just know that like i don't want to hear it at the same time yeah. you know so like you know like i'm glad that you've always called me out about that you're like mm, 
I think you smoked a little too much. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't that you smoked too much because like I have a lot of friends that smoke a lot of weed. Uh-huh. But I wasn't I, doing anything exa- with myself. Exactly, exactly. With myself so, because I smoked so, so much. what I don't like is when people smoke weed and don't do anything. Exactly. So like they'll smoke weed and be like, oh, I'm too tired. Yeah. Or they'll smoke weed and I'll be like, they'll be like, oh, dude, I, I can't think. And I'm like, bro, like, don't smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Because no, you, we've had that yeah. conversation so many times. Yeah, and I'm honestly so glad that you stopped smoking because you were the one to like smoke weed and just be like, ah, oh, dude, I'm exhausted. Yeah, 100%. I, I was. I totally was, dude. And I have friends that are like, they, they smoke weed and it's like their fucking coffee and it's crazy. It, it's crazy. So that's yeah. so, so crazy. It's so weird for me because like, like marijuana used to be like crack to me, bro. Yeah. Like I could just go with it. Like I would work all day with it. I would work out all day. I would do all my assignments with it. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And I think like, I think it was LA's culture, bro. That shifted me because like I had, I had a part, like my, I had my cool, I had my roommate that was also my smoke buddy, yeah. you know? Uh, and you know, that was kind of an enabler always as well as like, I didn't want him to smoke by himself, you know? There were plenty of times I tried to quit. I mean, you guys have heard me a thousand, yeah. hundreds of thousands of times. Like, I'm going to quit this yeah. time. I'm going to quit this time. It's like three days later. I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> no, but I'm glad you're going for, uh, you said a month now, right? Yeah. Uh, next Thursday is a whole month. Nice. So it's almost three weeks. That's yeah. good. Yeah, man. So like. Hopefully this is the one. <laughs> I, I think it is, man. Because like. I've been off it enough where I'm finally regaining my sleep because, yeah. you know, once you quit something like that, like whether it's you it know, alcohol, it, takes, yeah, time. it yeah. takes time for you to regain your appetite, regain your type of sleep you want. And dude, I like the last week, dude, I've been having the best sleep of my fucking That's life, good. bro. Like yeah. I can't even tell you the last time I slept that good. So and you need sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, I show up everywhere with like fucking dark bags, of eyes, like just like dark ass bags under my eyes, man. And like, you know, I, th- I think uh, getting healthy was really the right choice. And, you know, like seeing you and David helped a lot. Um, well, seeing you guys work you. yeah <laughs> yeah help somebody you know yeah man and like you know seeing you know just like all this motivational stuff all the time i watch youtube videos on how to quit it like you know all this yeah. shit and like it took a long time man but like like this past weekend i you know i just wrapped that five day mm-hmm. uh shoot as like the one of the main roles mm-hmm. and you know like our buddies we know which i'm sure you know who i'm talking about you know, they smoke on set all the time and stuff like this. So, you know, because that's that's their coffee. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what they do, their yeah. coffee. Like, and it's weird to say, but it is. It's their coffee. That's how it used to be for me, too. And they kept passing me. I was like, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. And they're like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. And like, even today, like, uh, we're on the last one. They're like, you sure? You know, like, it's the last day. Like, you sure? I was like, nah, man, I'm good, bro. Like, I'm good. And I just like send there like chugging water. I was yeah. like, damn, I was like. I was like, I think I got this, you know, that's good. Yeah. So like, I think I just like what boiled it down to me was just like, I felt like such a failure last year. And like, I was just like, I can't, I can't do that again. I can't go a third year feeling like a failure. I just can't. Last year was just an odd year, bro. It was, it was was an odd odd year. year. And I think, I think COVID's the reason I like, really really started smoking heavy and getting lazy but like you know obviously i'm responsible for myself at the end of the day so i'm not gonna re- you know like you know of course a lot of people it ruined a lot of people's lives it really did it ruined it really like did. more than half the world's population's lives you know yeah. if you weren't like super set even if you were super set it still fucked you up you know like 
the whole world just stopped. Mm-hmm. And but that's 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 what got me fucked up, dude. Was like I started thinking about these things. Like after like I think my fifth day of being completely sober of everything, I was just thinking back. I'm like, I really went like almost a whole year stuck in a bedroom and I didn't learn one fucking thing. I didn't learn like a new language. I didn't learn how to play guitar or piano. I didn't learn how to do shit, dude. And I was just like sitting there like, wow. I was like, what the actual fuck is wrong with me? You know, and I'm not bagging on weed. Like I will always, yeah. and I mean, always support it. You know, mm-hmm. it has helped my father um, and certain family members extensively with sleep and, you know, feeling okay. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a medicine. It's it a, is. It's a at re- the end like, of the day. It relaxes you and it's good. I'm not saying weed is bad because yeah. like, even when I smoke weed, I, I mean, I probably smoked it a good what, three times. Yeah. But I rarely smoke it. Yeah. I told, oh. I told Sabrina. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me cut you off. Go no, for no, no, it. Go, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, I told Sabrina, I'm like, I think the only time I'm going to smoke weed ever again is if we go on vacation. But then I followed it with the comment of like, but I don't have vacation this year. That's good. I work, I'm working every single day. I haven't had a single day off since the year started. Nice. That's good. So it's like, and that's new for me, dude. I've never been like. You know, I've always had something to do, but like, you know, whether it's like, cause I mean, writing, uh, first ADing, acting, that's my career. Mm-hmm. Like whether I make money off it or not, yeah, that's my career. And that's still a lot of fucking work to do. It's a lot of work to remember lines all the time. It's a lot of work to have to control a 30 plus man crew yeah. or, and you know, like it's a lot of work and like you have to prep for that stuff. So like even prepping, like I don't consider taking a day, like it's, I consider it a work day because it, it's a work day. It's a work it's day. It's a work day. Yeah. It's a work day. Even just prepping. I, f- dude. I feel like sometimes prepping is harder than actual shoot, you know? Oh, yeah. Especially if you're directing yeah. the things. Or, yeah. Oh, especially. yeah. Because, oh, dude, there's just so much that goes into directing that, like, even when we were in Texas, bro, we, like, somehow still had, like, really barely anything idea of, like, remotely what we do now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, I didn't know what a storyboard was. I didn't know a beat sheet. I didn't know, like, any of these mm-hmm. things whatsoever. We were just going out having fun, thinking, like, you know, like, like we kind of, like, we all thought we were fine with the audio. Like, we're all, like, we all checked on <laughs> that it. That is so crazy to think about that. I always think about that. I'm just like, dude, we literally had you on the fucking floor hiding from the camera with a boom, yet we weren't recording shit. Yeah, and, like, That's we so all funny. looked at it, and we're like, oh, no. Like, this is, like, <laughs> like this is good. We, we got it. We got it. Like, it's yeah. rolling. Like, it's cool. Every single one of us looked at it. And like, but I mean, we're not, none of us were sound guys. There exactly, was no sound person. Exactly. There, so, exactly. I mean, so it was like. But it ended up working out. My film was mostly quiet. Yeah. Mean, it was mainly just acting. That was yeah. Part I was, of dude, I was so upset. I could not get back in the mood when we were in ADR. I was like, fuck. But I think like you let me improvise that whole thing, which was super fucking cool. Like, experience. which I loved. Yeah, yeah, I know you, you loved it. In, you got into it. I got and into it, it but the problem it was, believable. yeah, well, the problem was, was the audio. When I got back yeah. and we ADR, I just couldn't get I back did, yeah. into that. I mood. did have to cut a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, and so like I was like, I, I even told you I was like, dude, like if you even have to cut out my whole ass part, bro, like it's. <laughs> I cool. kind of did. I cut I, out like a whole yeah. minute of you talking. I'm just like, fuck. And like, I remember that being so good, and that would have changed the film so much. So much. So that, much. That would have helped so much because I would have set a whole. Like, I feel um, like we should have, like, now that I think of it, like, why did none of us, like, just, like, hide one of our phones in our pocket? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like we were just so in the moment of just, like, record, record, record. Yeah. We're so on time. The sun, the sun, the yeah, sun. Yeah, yeah. 
It was I mean, a, it worked out. It, it was a fun memory. And the film came out great, and I fucking loved it. Yeah, I loved it too. And like, <clears throat> you know, worst comes shove, bro. Like, you have it for your real. Exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Even if it's like you, like, I mean, you still completed it, which was great, and it it was fantastic and everything, man. But like, when it comes down to it, it's like really people only look at your reels anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's and, like, and, and also like it was. It was a learning experience for all of us. One hundred percent. I think we experience. all learned a yeah, lot. Yeah, we all learned a lot then. You yeah, know? I learned a lot about myself that trip, and you know, I think everyone learned a lot about themselves that trip, and we had such good times. I learned at a night. lot about my city. Yeah, I which remember was that. weird. It was, I bet. it was crazy because like, I I hyped my city up to you guys so much. Like, oh, Browns was great. Browns was great. Like, Browns was super cool people. This and that, and I took you guys, and it was the worst possible experience you guys could have had but it was like i feel like we all like i feel like it was just like we viewed it that way like no i I didn't really view it that way i kind of was just like you know like because i'm from oregon bro yeah it's like the same fucking shit there like no offense to people there but it's the same fucking shit like you know so i was kind of already used to it like i was like I was like, you know, this is honestly just society, bro. Like, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just society. There's nothing you can do about it, honestly. Like, it is what it is. And, like, uh, but, like, you know, it's it was – I'm sure you did learn a lot about your city. As to, like, when I, like – when I went back home last time, I learned a lot about my city, too. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have a crew with me or nothing. <laughs> like, I was just paying more attention to things, noticing the looks people are giving me. Like, with uh, when I was with Sabrina, dude. People do the weirdest shit just because we're a biracial couple. Mm-hmm. Like the weirdest shit, bro. Like, uh, like they'll do anything just to talk to us like we're aliens, you know? Yeah, what I mean? it's like weird. it's it's weird. So it's like, you know, it, it was an interesting experience, but I think overall, like it was still like a success. And it was still like we all learned so much about each other and ourselves. Um, you know, yeah. obviously, you know, like kind of the end wasn't so great for all of us, but you know, like me and you stuck it out dude you showed me ray uh canes raising canes or whatever mm-hmm. it was called shit was fire dude yeah it was fire kind of sucks there's not here in like uh, there's one like, in like riverside yeah but that's what i'm saying like there's none here here yeah like, it doesn't LA, make North sense downtown. bro they make like, dude it's the best chicken yeah ever. they would make stupid yeah. money here bro they honestly stupid. would i don't know why they i don't won't. i don't either but you know like overall like that trip was it was, was a, it, was, it was a good. It was, good. it was a very good learning experience, yeah. and it was, it was overall fun, dude. Like it was just like, you know, it was the first time like really any of us traveled. Yeah, and as a crew, too, as a crew know, as well. And that like, was the first guys, big trip too. We did not fly there. We <laughs> drove there. Yep. You know what I mean? That was like a twenty-four hour drive. 24 so we had drive, so yeah. we had to stop at like a uh, um, hotel, sneak the dog and the we cat in, and like, was it just the cat? It was just the cat. Yeah. It was just we snuck the cat in. Oh, that cat, yeah. bro. That fucking cat. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that cat, bro. Fuck that cat. But I remember, like, we would go outside. Like, uh, I think you guys were just, like, so tired. But I remember going outside with, like, Christian and Jacob. And we all got shit faced in the yeah. parking lot. I was just trying not to, because since we were filming the next day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you were the director. Yeah. So you had to be, like, like, on I top didn't, of I your didn't shit. Want, I didn't really want to be tired. Yeah, I knew exactly. if I went out, I'm going to stay up. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just go to sleep, wake up early, and just yeah. One hour. No, we all we all understood that. Like, cause we were like, we we're like, oh yeah. Well, you know, if I I, I even said I was like, if I was a director, I would have gone to bed like hours ago, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Cause being a director is so stressful, dude. You have to control 
But you guys every, had a fun day though. Had yeah, it was night. fun. You, we <laughs> met like some like two cool ass older yeah. ladies, and like they gave us cigarettes and like weed uh, and like story is fun. And we all getting drunk and shit in the parking lot. Like the fucking uh, the hotel people were like, "Joe, the fuck." I just remember out. going to sleep and waking up to like you guys saying like, "Dude, this and that." I'm like, "What the fuck <laughs> yeah. happened last Dude, night?" Dude, oh my god, me and Christian. <laughs> I don't know why, like, me and, me and Christian were just, like, so shit-faced that we were just both having, like, ego trips, <laughs> and, like, I was like, no, dude, I'm better at this than you, bro, and he's like, no, I'm better than you at this, and I remember him, like, running across something, I was like, I'll fucking do it barefoot, <laughs> I remember and that. I fucking busted I my up, feet yeah. open I so bad. I woke up to you having a bloody foot, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, and I was, like, I was literally, like, walking on my heels the whole, like, fucking, like, half of the day, rest That's of the so trip. Funny. I was like, damn. Dude, I still have an indent in the bottom of my foot That's from so that funny. gash, I really, bro. I really missed a lot that night. Dude, it was, it was really fun, but, like... We did all that drunken shit. I remember we were like walking across like trash cans and shit, like trying to bow. It was it was a crazy night, man. I don't remember what time we went to bed, but like the the older ladies like tapped out, yeah. bro. They're like, oh shit, like it's like <laughs> one in the morning. Like you got like y'all are too much, like <laughs> you know. But I could I couldn't do that shit again though. Like I, I can't barely stay up that late. Yeah. Anymore, I don't part. I don't drink and stay up anymore. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. I can't. Yeah. I think once you like. You know, you know, people can think I'm full of shit or whatever. I don't care. I think once you reach a certain like level of maturity mm -hmm. and you reach a certain point in your life where you're just like sick of it. Mm -hmm. And I think honestly, L.A. either helps progress that a lot faster or makes it worse. Mm -hmm. But it's up to you to choose which one. You yeah, want. of course. Of course. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, like, I think we both were on the path of we were just making it progressively worse. But it, and then we started seeing our friends do better. Mm -hmm. Like for me, like, well, big thing with me is like, I, you know, I'm, I'll admit, like, I'm a very jealous person. I get jealous about a lot of things. And like, I just remember like watching, you know, people, you know, get these gigs. I was like, God damn. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, yeah. what the fuck am I doing? Like on my ass right now, you know? And like, that helps motivate you, but it also can bring you down if you, if you it in a very bad perspective as like I used to, but now I'm like, I'm like, my homie can do that. I'm like, fucking awesome. Good for them. I'm going to go do it better. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go do it better. That's you good. know what I mean? Or it's like, that's good that, mentality. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like, I get on set and I had this co-star. She's a great woman. Her name, uh, I don't remember her last name, but her, her first name's Fallon. And she was super cool. This most recent job I just got finished today. And she was super cool. And like, I kind of like, I wasn't being a dick, but like, she's like, she's like, you know, like, what's like, what's your one thing you have to do on set? And I was just like, looked at her. I was like, I outwork everybody. Yeah, you have to. You have to. And she just like looked at me. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, nobody's going to do better than me. And she's like, she gave me like a weird look. And then I, <laughs> but I explained it. I was like, look, I was like, I think like once you reach a certain age, you want, it's not, it's not, you want to be better than everybody. I don't think it has anything to do with age. It's more maturity. It's more it's maturity. More like a yeah. maturity level that you're on because yeah, because I know a lot of people that are a lot older than us that are not there yet. You know, yeah, like they'll, be, oh, they'll yeah. be so like, oh, as long as I do it, it's fine. Yeah, I'm no, like, nah, and that dude, was gotta, like the mentality yeah. we used to have is like, yeah. as long as we do it, you know, like, we'll nah, get you through. Gotta get, you gotta do it, do it. You gotta yeah, fucking like, be better than everybody. Now, gotta, now I feel like like my perspective now is like I legit, and I mean like legit. I just see, I just like tell myself I'm dying, bro. And I'm like, I gotta get shit done <laughs> so fucking quick. And it's helped. It's helped. Like, you know, having my heart condition helps a lot too, because like, it makes me feel like I'm running out of time, even though I'm not, 
you know, we are. I mean, we, we are, are. I mean, tick, the clock is always ticking. Yeah. But it's like we are very young. It makes you want to do a lot better. Yeah. You know, and it we, really does. It makes you really want to, you know, straighten out your life. It's like this year I told Sabrina, I was like, I was like, I'm buying you a house this year. Yeah. I was like, I don't care if it's a rental or if it's to live in. I'm buying you a house this year. Whether it's small or big. Whether it's small or big, it's going to be a house and I'm going to buy it this year. I'm like, I don't care if it's in LA. I don't care if it's in Oregon and we rent it out on Airbnb. I'm buying a fucking house this year and I will stop at nothing to do it. Yeah, dude, just fucking just throw it out to the universe and it'll happen. That's what I do all the time. Yeah, 100%, dude. I think what I do, what my main thing that I do is like something that I want. I'll get a picture of it. Do you mean like a vision board? Yeah. Like, yeah. so I'll get a picture of it. Like I'll okay. literally either save it to my phone and print it out and just have it in a drawer. And I'll just look at the drawer like every, almost every other day. And I've done that with almost every single thing that yeah. I own now. That's dope. That I, like Yo. for instance, the red camera. Mm-hmm. Dude, since I got in the film, like since I came to LA, I'm like, Oh I remember you used to show me photos all the time. Bro. I was like, I need a fucking red camera. Because I, I didn't really know what they a were. Red camera. I was like, I want a red camera. I want a red camera. And but it was so expensive at the time. I was just like, I can't afford it. So I I like downloaded a picture off um Google and I printed it. And I just had it in my drawer. All like yeah. for I remember that. a whole year and a half. And I had it and then until I bought it. And the same thing happened with my cars. Almost every car that I've owned, I've been like That's a great story yeah. because I remember, dude, uh when David and when David he hadn't moved here yet. He was visiting mm-hmm. with Leslie. Um, and that those are Vladimir's cousins. And you were talking about I don't know if I want a red or the Supra. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, you ain't got both. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like that just shows like if you put your mind to it, you can get it. You know what I mean? Like in like you know, like obviously, You're so right? Because that was right you, before I got the super. We were in that. We were in your mom's SUV or your aunt's SUV. My sister. Your sister's My SUV. Sister's yeah. SUV. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Rubia's. Ruby, yeah. 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 And you were just like sitting there. I was sitting in the back seat. You were helping me move. You just gave me the uh, bed set. Yeah. Like for free. Like, and I was like, oh, dude, I love you so much. Like, you're so <laughs> helpful. And like, shit like this. And like, we were driving back. And you're like, I don't know if I want this red camera or i want like this uh, supra and i was like damn i was like this man got some big goals <laughs> and then like literally like four months later i think you got the camera and then like a f- few months later you got the car i was like yeah i was like Phew. i was like this man this yeah man. so the same thing with like when uh back in 2019 when i first moved into uh la mm-hmm. i remember the super had just come out and i remember going taking because i used to have a camry for like one I remember the Camry. Here. Yeah, so I had a Camry. And I had taken it to service, and they told me, like, oh, it's going to take, like, an hour. And I was like, okay, it's fine. So I just went and, um, oh, I'm lying. I'm lying. That was that was not what happened. What we did was one of my old friends, Dom. Remember Dom? Oh, I remember <laughs> Dom, yeah. Okay, so he was looking to buy into buying a car. So we went to Toyota because he was going to look at the Corollas. And I remember walking into the showroom and seeing the Supra. And I was like, that's, like, a beautiful fucking car. I want it. Obviously, mm-hmm. I couldn't afford it. I was like, I cannot afford this. But I remember walking into the showroom and I'm just like, oh, like, how much is it? They didn't even have a window sticker on it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, how much is it? And they're just being total dicks, like, oh, like, oh, this is so much that you can't afford it. And I'm just like, oh, like, they're just like, I'm just asking how much it is. Like, I'm not going to fucking, I know I'm not going to buy fucking it. I hate that, bro. I was like, I know I'm not going to buy it. But I was just like, I don't, know, I don't know how much it is. It's just a fucking car, dude. Like, chill the fuck out. And um, I remember sitting 
I remember one, finally one dude, I think it was a manager, who was like, oh, like, you want to see it, whatever. I'm just like, I just want to, I just want to, like, see it because I fucking love this car. Mm-hmm. And I remember going into into the car, sitting inside. One of my friends said, and he's like, dude, this is fucking cool. Imagine having this and this and that. And I was just sitting there, and I looked at him, and I was like, dude, one day, watch. I'm going to fucking buy this car. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to buy this car one day. I didn't know it was going to happen so soon. Obviously, like things that the next just year, worked out. yeah, just worked things out. next year just worked out. Thankfully, but um, um, no, like at the time, I was just like, oh, I really want this car, but I was like, one day I'll get it. What I did, I went home, I saved. I kid you not, I have a picture saved on my favorites from, I think it was Feb, no, I think it was January, um, January something of twenty twenty, and. This was like when it recently had just come out, I think, the past September, and that's when that happened. And I have a picture of, of a Supra, how exactly I wanted it, with the exact rims and everything. And then, and I forgot I had the picture, which is so weird. I forgot I had that picture. And then now that I have the car, I bought rims and everything. Mm-hmm. I went back to my phone and I had the same exact picture of the same exact car, same color, with the same exact rims that I have mm-hmm. on it now. And I was just like, that's so crazy. And I remember I printed that picture and I had it in a fucking drawer in my old apartment. And I was like, one day I'm going to get it. I don't know when, but I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so crazy you bring up kind of like a vision uh, essence is because going back to 50 Cent's book, bro, he emphasizes that so yeah. much. He's like, you know, he's like. I take a picture or mm-hmm. I'll find a picture, I'll print it out and I'll stick it up on my yeah, wall. That's what I do. That's yeah. And like, um, yeah. you know, and I'll just fill my walls of all these things I want. And like, I learned a lot from his book too. I didn't know he owned vitamin water. Really? You didn't know. You don't, I you, did not know that. He owns vitamin water. That's sick. Yeah. And that shit's worth Good almost. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, that's how he made his comeback. That's crazy. He literally threw all of his money. Some inv- guy that like really invented it. Uh-huh came into him and was like hey like you know we're good friends like i really need an investment i think it's really gonna take off 50 cent gave him like his last million dollars to his like that's crazy that's probably worth multi-millions now bro you know how much that deal's worth now like 800 million 800 million you know and that's like that's just his shares that's just his shares that's not even the business that's just his shares. (laughs) that's insane that's why he and what he did with that money was start the stars shows, like the power shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? In like a uh, book of power and all that, and now he's like this like this ginormous movie producer. That's so insane. You know what I, I did mean? not know that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and I it blew my mind, dude. That's why I was like, you know, like I always it, wonder, like how this dude he just came back. Money? Yeah, like, he just he came back. Making money if he stopped making music, that makes so much sense. Yeah, dude. And like I was just like blown away by that book, dude. I was just like. I had no idea 50 Cent was, like, such an entrepreneur, let mm-hmm. alone such a visionary. Like, he had so many useful tactics. I was just like, oh, bro. And, like, it really helped me, like, kind of decide to quit weed because I was I was running. It was, like, one of my first days getting back to working out. Um, this is, like, in late December of 2021. And, I mean, we're in January 2022, so it wasn't that long ago. And I just remember listening to him. And talking about how he doesn't drink and he doesn't smoke. And I'm like, I like literally stopped running. I was like, did I just hear that right? Like, and I had like had to rewind it. 
He's like, I don't drink, I don't smoke. He's like the one. He's like the last time I smoked was in front of fifty thousand people just for Snoop Dogg. And he's like, I didn't even inhale that shit either. I just blew it out of my mouth. That's funny. And I was just like, I was like, it totally just blew my mind. I was like, this man just fooled every single person on this planet. Like, it's insane. And so ever since then, bro, like, I, that's, that's, I think that was like the final click in my head where I was just like, yo, I want to give this a shot. And yeah. like, I could always go back to it if I really, really want to. And like, I just haven't wanted to. And like I said earlier, like I, next time I do it, it's going to be on vacation, but 2022 is no days off, sir. You know what I mean? Good. You know what I'm I mean? Good. So like, <laughs> and so like, I don't picture myself doing it for like at least a year, you know? And like, and I'm not going to stop till I own a house and have a certain amount of money in my bank account. And I'm not going to sit there and do anything about it because weed was making me broke as well. Yeah, I mean, it's expensive. It's expensive. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like expensive. in Los Angeles. That's it's why like, I'm so glad I don't like it because I know how I am. Yeah, like, you spend a lot. Fuck I'm, yeah. I'll just spend like, oh, let me buy this, let me buy that. And I know that I would spend stupid amount of money on mm-hmm. it, which I'm glad I don't because I'd yeah. be broke. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I, uh, it's definitely, it was definitely cutting into our budget, dude. It was, it was pretty bad. It was causing problems in my marriage yeah. as well. That's another reason I got off of it. It was, it was, it was definitely That's affecting crazy. my relationship. Yeah, yeah, so I was just like, yo, I was like, all right. I was like, I'm over it. You know, it hasn't been easy though, man. Getting sober. And I'm sure you know this just as much as I do. Getting sober is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, bro. And like, it was, uh, I don't want to, I, I do want to say it's worth it. But I'm still such in early stages. I have yeah, no idea. Obviously, it's gonna take a couple of. It's gonna, it's gonna take, take a couple, a couple of, months. of months. It's gonna yeah. take a couple of months for me to really see the difference. In yeah, life. but once you start seeing the difference and everything, you're gonna be like, I don't really need it. Yeah, I and, know. and I mean, I'm already like that. Like yeah. I'm already like, you know, I denied people over the, like the last five days. No, I'm cool. No, I'm cool. I, I, I don't want to smoke. You know, I'm cool. I'm cool. So, may, like, I think they understood more or less because I was one of the main characters mm-hmm. and it would be really fucking stupid of me to smoke weed <laughs> and then try to act in front of a fucking camera. Yeah. Stupid. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, I just, like, you know, I, that obviously played a part. But also, I think it's really important where you, who you surround yourself around because they respect me as well. You know, they res- they're not going to, like, shove it down my throat as to where some people yeah, do. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So, like... I think, uh, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people is really crucial. And I know you're just, you're just as much, you know, prone to that as well. Um, but dude, I, I can't even like express, like our friendship has been like, it's crazy. The thing it's almost been like three years. It's been like two and a half years. Yeah. Since and, uh, August, 2019. Yeah. August, 2019 is when we yeah. first met, you know, uh, I, and it was great, man. I think, I think like my, yeah. Uh, besides being in class with you, my earliest memory with you is like, you know, I, I want to say this to kind of wrap it all up, you know, um, mm-hmm. but my earliest memory of you was like, we, uh, I think I was with either Divya, which was one of my old roommates, if people don't know, or Linnell, which was also one of my old roommates. Um, and we were standing on that corner on Hollywood Boulevard across from the Foot Locker and you rolled up on a scooter I remember and you, that. And you recognized us. I remember that. We didn't recognize you, but like, I mean, I didn't recognize you. Linnell recognized you. Holy shit. You're so, yeah. And I was just like, I was like, what a cool dude. I was like, <laughs> I was like, he usually just like randomly just stopped just to say hi and then zipped out of here. I remember I was, that. 
And I was like, all right, all right. And that was like the start of our friendship, man, I would say. And then we went to the Christmas parade together. Yeah. You know, and then we uh, and then we started going on trips together. And then, you know, we were going to cookouts with each other. We were shooting stuff with each other. And now it's like two and a half years later. And I think we're both finally, you know, finding our footing and, you know, the places we want. Like, you know, I have my podcast now. You have your red camera, the music videos, you know, Cam's helping you out a lot. You know, I get a lot of help from others as well, like with film, uh, you know, like a big thing for me is like uh, this past year is learning how to say no as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, like I don't I don't work for free anymore unless it's worth my time. You know, and I think you can relate to this. I've been in very many shoots where I worked for free and it just was yeah, not. Yeah, no, same. Not yeah, I literally turned down a whole other shoot for um, some magazine thing um, with a friend of mine actually because I had done like a free shoot for her. And then it just it was so like unbeneficial to me. It yeah. was just like it was just, I was just used, you know. Yeah, I and think I was like this is so I don't need this, you know. Yeah, I <laughs> think one the thing about learning how to say no as well is like, you know, I don't have a problem working for free because unfortunately, uh, you know, there's so many people in this world would be like, "Fuck that, dude! I would never yeah. work for free." But when you're in this industry, you have to. Some, yeah, of course. You have I've to, done to get so your, many shoes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, I've I've done fuck almost like 50 productions for free, you know yeah. what I mean? Um and like here's the thing. The first time freebie. Yeah. You know, cuz you want the connection. Second time I'll let it slide, you know, but if you bring me around a third time and it we're not like close yeah. and you don't pay me, like I'm going to say no. And if you're mad about that, that's your fucking problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think like, I think that's with getting more mature. I was going to say older, but I think that's with getting more mature. Um, and it's, it's, I, I hope people listening can resonate with that because you can say no. Yeah, of course. And you don't have to feel <laughs> yeah. shit like shit about it. Even though you might, you don't have to like, because at the end of the day, if someone's mad about you saying no, that's not your problem. Like you, you have boundaries. You, you're, you, you know, you're worth something. Of course. Nobody wants to work for free, but you know, you have to sometimes like now, like this whole five day project, I worked for free. I worked five days, 12 hours a day. And some people will think I'm fucking insane for that. But sometimes you have to, but at the end of the day, at the end of today, the dude was like, you're at the top of my actors list. Like go to now. You know, like, I'm going to bring you back as an AD as well. Because, like, even as an actor, I was helping him out. I was like, yo, I was like, he was, like, having a hard time, like, finding, uh, no, I would say a hard time. Uh, not at all. He's very great and he's very mm -hmm. professional. His name's Michael. And, you know, it was his thesis. So I would not even, I totally scratched it. He was not having a hard time. He fucking killed it. Um, but, like, he allowed me to be creative with him. And that's I very love, I rare. love people like that. Yeah. I love working I love people, people like, that. like yeah. that. I love. I feel like that's how everybody should work. I do. Yeah, I, I sometimes agree. like you try to help somebody and be like, dude, no, it's my shoot. I got this. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I mean, like, I don't even know if you know this, dude. I've had like fucking, I've been spit on as an AD. I've had That's fucking, insane. it's insane. I've been, I've had like fucking punches not, thrown at me. If you're not Torrentino, don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember, dude, it was a, during a school production, that quick little story. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to out him, but like, there was this guy, and I understand it was his first time directing, but it was a fucking school project, bro. So mm -hmm. it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's not a fucking big deal, bro. And, you know, we had to bring in real actors that we had to really cast. Yeah. 
and we had to bring it in really shoot and make real edits out of it and everything. And I remember every day those actors came in, he would change the script. So they come in with brand new lines. They didn't know. They had prepped all night before yeah. for the lines that they originally had that he already changed as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and they got to a point where they were coming to me as the AD for notes behind his back. And he found out and he's like, I need you to get with this program. Like, I need you to get with it. I'm like, I'm like, you're literally the only person on the set is that is unaware of what's going on. <laughs> like everyone sees your vision, but you're contradicting yeah. yourself. And I shit you not, dude, he threw a punch at me and I dodged it. And like, uh, I about almost got to him and my, you know, good pal Ernesto just like jumped in between it. He's like a, you know, older gentleman that was in the military and stuff. So he jumped in between us and he had enough strength to push us back, you know, because the guy that kind of tried to, you know, attack me was way much bigger than me. You know, he was like about the same height, but he was way bigger, like buff wise. And like, I was gen- I wouldn't say I was scared, but I was genuinely like, this punch is going to fucking hurt if I get hit again. Like, if he throws another one and I yeah. get hit, it's going to fucking hurt. It's going to really fucking hurt. And Ernesto went in and just like shoved us both out of the way. And I, you know, uh, and then the teacher came out. I was like, what the fuck is this? And like, and I, w- and I was like, I was like, I dare you to check those security cameras. And he did. He went and checked those security cameras. Haven't seen that dude since. That's I got crazy. to fire him, bro. The teacher. Oh, th- that's a dude that you told me about. Yeah, yeah. The teacher that, like, that, was like, yeah. you can't tell him to go home. I remember you telling me about that. I got to fire him from class. I remember that. Dude. And then he never showed back up until, like, the last day. And he came in expecting to direct everything. And then, like, the teacher was like, no, I took over the project. Like, the teacher took over the project because even as an AD, that was my assigned project. Like, that was my assigned role. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't know his vision. I honestly didn't read his script because he sucked. But, you know what I mean? Like, and. Like, I just didn't really, I hadn't really directed that much at that time. I was more, I was good at directing the crew. And so, like, the teacher took over with the directing, and I got to help with it. And he came in the last day and just, like, fucking flipped off everybody. I was like, bro, I was like, I'm like, you're, like, in your 40s, bro. (laughs) Like, are you shitting me right now, bro? You know, so, like, we're going back to, like, maturity, bro. It's all about maturity and, like, you know, you know, don't be afraid to, like, for criticism as well. Like it's okay. Oh, I love criticism. I fucking love it. I love criticism. Every time every time we're in class. That's the best thing. It's like you know what you're doing wrong, so fix it. Yeah, exactly. And like that. you can learn from your mistakes so exactly. easily. You so easily. You got man. to learn from your mistakes. You're not always gonna do everything right. So one hundred percent. You must do everything. I agree. You know. I totally agree. But you know, kind of going back to, you know, how we uh you know, how our friendship's been and everything. I just, you know, it's so crazy, you know, again, to say, like, looking back in, like, two and a half years, like, that we've known each other, we've grown so much, man. We really have. Honestly, we really have. We really have. <laughs> we really have, you know, like, and we've both have fought a lot of bullshit, you know, uh, relationship-wise and, you know, family life and, you know, COVID and all that. So, I, you know, I just want you to know I'm really proud of you, my guy. Same here. Same Thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. I mean, you're the reason I got this little guy next to me right here. You know, he's my little homie now. And uh, that's Kobe on the side. You guys will eventually meet him through videos. Hopefully he doesn't, you know, lick himself to death in those. <laughs> but, you know, um, but again, man, like, uh, I just want to thank you so much uh, for coming on here. finding the time to do it. Um, of course, dude. And, you know, uh, I can't wait to have you on again, man. So everyone, uh, again, 
Vladimir Garcia, um, owner and uh, businessman um, of Miga Productions. Um, you know, uh, I will send all of put all of his links in the description so you guys can check him out at any time you want. Um, and yeah, man, thank you again so much for thank coming. Thank you out. for having me, bro. Of course. <laughs> yeah.